Hi. How are you? Not too bad in yourself. With all due respect, let's get the small talk. Never would have made it. Never could have made it without you. Welcome to Let's Give the Small Talk, a podcast show where we talk about it all, one topic at a time. I'm your host, Tyconis Allison. With that being said, ready, set, stimulate. Let's get small talk. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to episode 228 of Let's Get the Small Talk. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. This episode is going to be a very, hmm, how should I phrase it? A very thought-provoking episode. I'm going to go ahead and be upfront and honest with you. This episode very well may be intriguing to some. It may be interesting to others. And for some people, it might be a bit blasphemous. That's right. I said it. You heard me say it. So wherever you fall on the spectrum of belief is how this episode is going to be received. Today, we'll be talking about the power of belief. Now, this episode was inspired by a documentary, or I should say a docu-series, that I watched recently on Netflix titled The Most Hated Woman in America. Now, I bet you're sitting there and you're wondering. You say, well, hold on, hold on, Ty. You you just can't say a title like that and, and not explain who in the world are you talking about? Well, if you don't know, today I'm going to be talking about Madeline Murray O'Hare. That's right. The most hated woman in America. At least that's how she referred to herself at one point in time. And that's how Life Magazine referred to her on the cover of it. And the reason why Madeline got that title. Well, let me give you a little backstory. First and foremost, I love history. You guys heard me say it a thousand times in many different ways. So that's what drew me to this docuseries to begin with. Not only was it an intriguing title, but come to find out, Madeline Murray O'Hare, she was actually instrumental in removing prayer from school. Mm. Now, we've all seen movies that were period pieces, and at least in a classroom setting, you've probably seen the students start the day off with a prayer or maybe reciting a scripture, whatever it may be, just not in Catholic school. I'm talking about just in regular public school. That's how it was in society at one point in time, but um, not only just Madeline, but a, f- a few others as well. Uh, they took it to the Supreme Court and they said with the First Amendment, which does have the freedom of speech. But the other half of the First Amendment, ladies and gentlemen, is freedom of religion. That's right. So Madeline Murray O'Hare, she went to the courts and said, hey. uh, uh-uh. Why do you have my son praying in school? Why do you have my son reading the Bible in school? 
and her son went to a Baltimore public school. So that's where it all began with her. And it went all the way up to the Supreme Court. And believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, today, for the people who have kids, um, there is no Bible reading in school. There is no prayer in school. And in some schools, if I'm being quite honest with you, they even remove the Pledge of Allegiance. Stop saying it because the part of one nation under God. Well, what if you don't believe in that God that they are referring to in the Pledge of Allegiance? That's why it's not said in many schools today. Um, it could be different in the country. I know we do have the Bible Belt. I know things are different in the South than it is in the North or the West. Uh, but um, that has definitely changed. The presence of the Pledge of Allegiance has dwindled over the years. So that is Madeline Murray O'Hare. She... Uh, is a proclaimed atheist. Uh, she started her own atheist organization, the American Atheist. And um, I don't want to give the docuseries away. I don't want to give her story away. Uh, once again, this is only um, part of the inspiration of this, this episode. Uh, so I definitely want you guys to learn more about her, check her out. Quite interesting. Um, her demise. Uh, mm so unfortunate. I actually watched Madeline on the Johnny Carson show, uh, the Tonight Show, and on, it's on YouTube. Quite, quite interesting. Um, she, she stood on her ground. She likes to uh, support her, her position with facts. Um, so it was really cool. And she's she's quite witty, too. Um, but this is really interesting to me because for somebody to cause such an uproar in the 50s and 60s about the presence of God in school is um, hmm, is unimaginable, which is why when Madeline Murray O'Hare and her son and her adopted daughter, which is her biological granddaughter, was kidnapped. Nobody was in a rush to find them or save them. And because of that, they were all, unfortunately, um, killed. There's more to the story. As you know, for some people who truly believe that money is the root of all evil. Um, <clears throat> so you have to be careful who you bring into your inner circle. You know, they say when you are robbed, like your house or whatever it may be, um, sometimes or majority of times it's done by somebody you know Madeline and her family members were kidnapped by somebody that previously worked for her in the American Atheist organization and he extorted her 
for over half a million dollars. And the plan wasn't very planned out and things went left and awry. And it's quite crazy because the reputation that Madeline had, I'm, I'm being quite honest with you, law enforcement, they they didn't run to her rescue. Crazy, huh? Mm. Crazy. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. This all took place in Texas. Austin, Texas is where she disappeared. Ladies and gentlemen, what I'm here to talk about today, I, I did want to give you a little bit of backstory on Madeline Murray O'Hare. So please go to Netflix, check out that docuseries. It is a reenactment. It's not a documentary. It's a reenactment. Uh, there is an actor that's portraying Madeline and her children and and everything all in it. Uh, so it is very entertaining. It's a dramatization. So it is uh, a very good watch, though. Most hated woman in America. All right. Now, after watching that docuseries, here's what it did for me. One, I was quite surprised that somebody was so vocal during the 50s and 60s about such a sensitive topic. Even till this day, um, when it comes to the power of belief, it it could get very touchy. It could get very testy. It could get, mm, it could go left at any moment. You know, I'm at a place right now in my life where I went through the stage between the age of 23 and 27, I would say. I went through the stage of why, 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 trying to understand um, all these um, questions that I had trying to find answers to them when it pertained to religion. And, you know, a place that I've come to is I found peace in understanding that my why is not important as someone else's what. My why into why there's so many authors of the Bible. Why was the Bible translated into so many different languages? Why are there missing books? My why is not as important as somebody else's what they believe in. See, when you strip somebody from their belief, you not only strip them bare, naked, but you can truly crush somebody mentally, emotionally and spiritually when you try to demean, when you try to find holes in their religion, whatever their beliefs may be, when you try to prove them wrong and let them know how crazy they are, how naive they are, how gullible they are, right? I'm at a place where, mm mm-mm. That's not how you go about it. Everybody, everybody believes in what they believe in. Some people believe in the universe. Some people believe in the law of attraction. Some people believe in God. Some people believe in Allah. Some people read the Quran. Some people read the Holy Bible. Some people believe in the Pope. Some people believe in Buddha. Some people believe in horoscopes, zodiac. Some people believe in astrology, numerology. There's all different things. Some people believe in serpents and snakes. 
Some people believe in Lucifer and Satan. If we're just being honest, some people idolize celebrities and believe in them wholeheartedly. So everybody has their own beliefs. Some people believe in the Big Bang Theory. Some people believe that God created the world in seven days. I'm at a place where it doesn't matter to me personally who's right and who's wrong. I understand how powerful belief is. I grew up in a very religious home. I understand how powerful belief is. So much so where even though where my beliefs have uh, went in a different direction, I, I still understand how powerful. Powerful belief is. You know, I've seen with my own two eyes the power of positivity. I've seen with my own two eyes the power of the law of attraction. I've seen with my own two eyes the power of the tongue speaking things into existence. I, I've seen that with my own two eyes. I've seen with my own two eyes the power to be able to create your own reality. So if somebody was to try to tell me that what I believe in is wrong, I wouldn't want to hear it. So why would I do that to someone else? I think sometimes we we get in this game of I am more holier than you. I know more about God than you. I am more religious than you. But. Ladies and gentlemen, we have to understand with diversity, with different races and ethnicities and languages, they're going to be just naturally different religions. There's going to be just naturally different gods. There's going to be naturally different prophets. There's going to be naturally different doctrines. So, once again, it's not a game of who's right and who's wrong. It's, it's, a, it's more so the bigger game is finding out what you do believe in because you actually need it to get through life. You know, there are some days where the weight of the world just feels like it is slowly resting upon your shoulders and it feels like your spine is about to crush into sand. Better yet, salt. And when you have the power of belief that that weight seems to uh, lessen, the stress seems to alleviate after a prayer after a reading, after a chant. Once again, it's whatever you believe in. Going back to the docuseries, seeing Madeline um, combat uh, so many different people. And this is, this all happened in real life. Seeing her combat so many different people, it just literally reminded me of not only the journey that I went on of why, 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 and if this is this, then why, why, why? And then also uh, just seeing others do the same thing because everybody wants to be right, right? So in order to prove that you're right, you try to condemn and demean and make somebody else feel wrong. 
I'm just at a place right now where being right isn't what matters. Truly what you believe in is ultimately your decision. Like I said, nobody could tell me that I don't have the ability to create my own reality. Because I've done it time and time again. Nobody could tell me that law of attraction doesn't exist. Nobody could tell me that the power of positivity doesn't exist. Nobody could tell me that you can't speak your life into existence. You just can't tell me that. Because I wouldn't believe it. Because that is what I believe. So my grand takeaway from this all, ladies and gentlemen, is whatever you believe in, believe in it wholeheartedly. And don't worry about trying to convince somebody else of how wrong they are, of how naive they are, how gullible they are. You know, I also have been watching a lot of different um, historical movies and period pieces of documentaries. And as anyone is aware of Manifest Destiny, you know, when the Puritans and pilgrims came over to the New World, and they was establishing themselves in the colonies. And also when the Spanish and the conquistadors came over, one of the things they carried in their hand was a cross and a Bible. And the other one was a musket, a gun. For hundreds of years, we have been trying to impede our religions and beliefs upon others because for a indigenous person to believe in the wind and the tree and the water is just absurd. It's just absurd. That's just ungodly. It's, I should say, um, the key word. It's uncivilized. <laughs> well, who are you? Who are you to determine what is civilized and uncivilized? Because where you lived and what you're accustomed to and what you're used to in the old world, in the country you've come from, you come to these islands in the Caribbean, you come to these countries in South America, you come to these countries in Africa, you come to the country of North America. And now all of a sudden, you are the one. With the right answer. So everything these people have been doing for thousands of years before you stumbled upon their shores and their land. They've been doing it wrong. That, that's just where I'm at. What I'm like, really, like, who are we to tell somebody else that they are Believing wrong. When you understand how powerful belief is, you don't you don't play with anybody like that. You for damn sure don't strip anybody of their belief and leave them naked, bare naked in this world. That's a hard life. I can't even imagine. Once again, everybody believes in something. Some people believe in no religion. Some people are atheists. Yad and still, that's a belief. 
right? So everybody believes in something. But when you come to somebody and you chastise them and you ridicule them, or at least in those times, you, I mean, damn near put a gun to their head and force them to convert to your religion. I don't know. That's a bit excessive. That's not humane. And that's not civilized. I'm sorry. Who made you judge, jury, and executioner? Who are you? And once again, we're going back to the Puritans and Pilgrims. You come to me and you have this cross in your hand and you're telling me about the Bible. Uh, but yet, you, you, you're pillaging our land. You, you're looking for gold. Everybody just wants to look for gold and, and diamonds and, and, and silver. And you come here and you, you, I don't even want to get that graphic, but you have your way with our women and and like disease is running rampant. And you're telling me that what you say is the way of life. Uh, and then I'm also reading this book, the, the 400 Souls. And so you... <laughs> And everybody was involved, um, Portuguese, Dutch, French, uh, Spaniards, English, Britons, everyone's involved. So you come to the coast of Africa, the West Coast, and you gather slaves and you take them to present day Jamaica. You take them to present day Haiti. You take them to um, present day Puerto Rico. You take them to um, Brazil. You take them to uh, North Carolina, South Carolina. You take them to Florida. You, so you take them to all these places and you force them to pick cotton or pick rice or uh, cut sugar cane, uh, uh, whatever the resource of that land was and yet and still you the oppressor you're the one to tell me how to live righteously <laughs> oh. oh so it's it's just mind-boggling to me um but it also shows like you know humans we have this we have the audacity to think that we are holier than thou when we're all human. We all have different complexions. We all have uh, different experiences. We have different bloodlines. We have um, different uh, beliefs. Uh, but yet, some of us truly believe that what we believe is the right way and the only way. That's that's a tough pill for me to swallow. The power of belief. Whatever you believe in, believe in wholeheartedly. If you feel like your belief is wavering and you're searching for something new to believe in, then follow your path. See where it takes you. See where you land. 
but I would I would encourage people to follow their own journey and wherever it may lead them. Let it be. But I would never force somebody to abandon their belief. You know, belief is uh, another word I like to use is it. It's hope. It, it provides hope for you and and hope gets you through the day and love gets you through the night. We all need hope and we all need love. With that being said, let's jump into our next segment. Have a treat. As you know, each and every episode, I recommend something for you to read, something for you to watch and something for you to do. So, hey, grab a fork because it's time for a treat. Ladies and gentlemen, what I recommend that you watch is the docuseries. So, hey, go to Netflix. Check it out for yourself. The most hated woman in America. It was a great watch. Uh, You definitely learn a ton. And um, take away uh, what you will. Right. Gather your own perspective from it and uh, and further the conversation. Right. All right. Now for something to read, what I recommend that you read, ladies and gentlemen, I've been telling y'all stick with me because I've been on a on a reading uh, rampage, I should say. Um, But I recommend that you read now is Harlan Coben's next book in the Myron Bolitar series that I just started reading titled The Final Detail. Yes, I am on book number six. And I want you to know this. Um, I did some research. Harlan Coben just signed another deal uh, with Netflix, and it will include the Myron Bolitar series, which is a total of 11 books. So, wow, I can't wait to see that on the, um, I was about to say big screen, but on the television screen, on the home screen, on the tablet screen, on the cell phone screen, wherever you tune into Netflix. Um, yeah, get ready for it. Harlan Coben, more is coming. Now for something to do. Ladies and gentlemen, what I recommend that you do. Hey, if you are a fan, tune into the NFL playoffs this weekend. It is football on Saturday, on Sunday, and Monday. So it is playoff weekend. Once again, if you're into the sport, if you enjoy it, tune in. Thank you so much for listening. I deeply appreciate it. Before you leave, I want to leave you with this quote. Your reality is a reflection of your strongest belief. Thank you.